Hi everyone. Um, this is my first recording from Paris, and uh, again, I'm getting used to this audio format, um, which isn't my most natural. And I'm sitting here in a park in Paris, um, just putting together some sources of things which really interest me. And what I want to look at today is uh, the month of Elul. The month of Elul. Uh, is usually seen as kind of a, a preparation month for um, for the new year for Tishrei, um, but in its own right, it's uh, it's a little bit special, or I guess it's part of the whole Tishrei process, right? It's not it's not just preparation for it. It's also um, yeah, they're two parts of the same thing. Uh, um, the self-reflection time of the year, the growth time of the year, right? End of summer, beginning of autumn—it's um, where where things grow. Uh, there's some trees, some animals as well, and that's what I want to look at, really. Um, I'll just mention an idea I heard yesterday from a friend who heard it from. Uh, I think another podcast, but he couldn't remember. I, he didn't tell me which one, so I can't quote it by name. Um, we have this idea that uh, Rosh, what we call Rosh Hashanah is uh, is referred to in the Torah as uh, the first day of the seventh month, right? So we'll talk about that in a bit about how the calendar is calculated, but the seventh month is when Rosh Hashanah is. The New Year is in, Rosh Hashanah, is in the seventh month. And uh, if we think about our cycles of seven, right, what seven means in, in Jewish thinking, um, we know that every seven days there's Shabbat, and every seven years is the sabbatical year, which we're about to begin, a year of rest for the land. And every seven sabbatical years, there's uh, the Jubilee, the Yovel, which is um, when yeah, debts are repaid, are kind of given back and annulled and all sorts of like, human constructs also rest <laughs> at that point. Um, and if we think about Shabbat, what do we do before Shabbat? <laughs> all right, I'm recording this now on Friday. What do you do on Friday if you, if you want Shabbat to be special? You prepare, you you work for it, um, and in a way, Elul as the sixth month is a kind of the Friday of Tishrei. It's uh, it's the day, it's the month where you put in all the effort for Tishrei to be special. Um, now, when we talk about New Year's, there's a famous mission, and I think I've spoken about this before in this context. Um, where we talk about four new years. There's four new years in the Jewish calendar. Um, the first of Nisan is the new year for kings and festivals. Um, that's usually ignored when we, <laughs> when we learn this. The famous one is the last one, where we talk about the new year for trees. Okay, and there's a there's a debate. Is it the first of uh, is it the first of Shvat or the fifteenth of Shvat, 
Um, the famous one is the one we call Rosh Hashanah. Okay, the first of Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah. is the new year of years. It's the new year of years and of um, sabbatical years and of jubilee years, like I was saying before. And so that's how you, how you count it. You count it according to this, this date in the year. Um, and the last one here, it's actually the second in the order, is the first of Elul. The first of Elul is the new year for tithing animals. Um, tithing animals, right? So what does that mean? There's a certain tax, <laughs> almost, kind of a spiritual tax system where um, certain percentages of, of people's produce were given to, to the priests or to the temple or to the poor. Um, and there are lots of regulations about how, how that was done exactly. But one of the taxes was a very important, very interesting one. It's called the, the tithe of beasts. Maser behema. And this um, was for people who owned animals. One-tenth of all their animals had to be brought to Jerusalem. And we'll, we'll look at that in a minute, exactly how that was done. But first, the important thing is uh, they become holy. They're holy animals that have to be brought to the temple in Jerusalem. And then what do you do with them? You eat them. <laughs> or you just in, in, enjoy them as they are. Right? You're not, it's not given away. It's given to you. But it has to be given to you in a special way. It's a, kind of a, it's a tax to yourself. And it's an interesting concept. Um, we'll look at that in a second. I want to take a little detour. But we'll come back to it. Um, one of the ideas of, of Rosh Hashanah as a day of judgment, right? The Rosh Hashanah that we call Rosh Hashanah, the one in Tishrei. Uh, one, of those one of the ideas of, of it being a day of judgment, the image that's brought um, is that all the people of the world pass before God like sheep. Okay? Um, and what does that mean? Everyone passes before God like sheep. We have this idea of God as a shepherd. Um, I'm going to suggest in a minute that it has to do a lot with this tithing of animals. Right? So that's already uh, a connection between the Rosh Hashanah in Elul and the Rosh Hashanah in Tishrei. Right? The Rosh Hashanah of, uh, <laughs> of beasts and Rosh Hashanah of, of people. By the way, you see, it doesn't say of Jews, of Jewish people. Right? All the people of the world pass before God like sheep. Okay, so there's already this connection of uh, the different Rosh Hashanahs. And that's reflected in a very famous piece of liturgy that we say in Rosh Hashanah. All creatures of the world shall parade before you as a herd of sheep. Maybe it's even not all people. All the creatures of the world on Rosh Hashanah shall parade before you as a herd of sheep. And as a shepherd checks his flock, directing his sheep to pass under his staff, so too you, God, shall pass, count, and record the souls of all the living. 
It's a beautiful piece, Natana Tokev. Um, if you don't know it, recommend it. Um, but let's let's keep that Rosh Hashanah on the side and take a little detour to, to look at how tithing of animals works. What what's being done in Elul? Okay. So first of all, I'm looking at the Mishnah, the Mishnah Bechorot, uh, which deals with all sorts of uh, animals which are set aside. Um, for holiness, including this, these uh, um, tithed animals. Um, and the way it's done is all the animals come into, into a pen, to like an animal enclosure, um, in order to be counted off. Okay? And the, the commentators on the Mishnah say, when it says all animals into the pen, that word all comes to include all sorts of things that you might that you might think are um, forbidden, right? Animals that have been dedicated for idol worship and animals that have committed all sorts of crimes and animals which uh, have been um, sold for all sorts of uh, um, like improper um, business. If, it, if the animal is used as a payment, you might think that that's not kosher. But actually, everyone, uh, all the animals, are considered like good to be to be counted. Okay, and how does that how does that counting happen? Um, now I'm going to jump a little bit. How are they counted? So they're all gathered in a, in this pen, and a small opening is made, and they start passing one by one. Okay. And the shepherd starts counting the animals as they emerge, or the owner. And uh, I'll read here. He provides them a small opening so that two animals will not be able to emerge together. And he counts. Echad, shnaim, shloshar, ba'a, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And he paints the animal that emerges tenth with red paint and declares... This is tithe. Okay, so there's a like they have to be. Each one has to be looked at, counted, and uh, dedicated. Right? This is going to be a normal animal that I just use in my normal life, and this animal is going to be part of my holy tax to myself. Okay. And it, it even says if, like, if you take if you have a hundred sheep, and just count ten of them, that doesn't work. You can't do that. You have to pass. You have to pass each one um, uh, un, under the the rod, and count each one, and kind of spend a little bit of time on each one as they come out. Okay, so you can't have ten and just choose one, or a hundred and choose ten. You have to do this counting. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. This is the 10th. 11, 12, 13, da, da. This is the 10th. And, and so on. Um, and there's an interesting uh, disagreement here. Or the interesting law that says, yeah, it says it repeats what we know. The first of Elul, according to the Rabbi Meir, is the new year of animals. Okay, of, an, of the tithe of beasts 
And Ben Azai says, Rabbi Shimon Ben Azai says, Ha'eluliin mitasrin bifnei atzman. The Eluliin, those born in Elul, are tithed by themselves. You hear what does that mean? It means like the, all the animals you take, you do this ceremony of, of counting uh, 10, or counting one out of 10, and, and dedicating one tenth to, to this holy tax. Um, but those born in Elul are special. Those born in Elul don't mix in with the other months. Okay? And maybe there's something about Elul where I don't know, maybe the animals are kind of more seen by the shepherd. They're more maybe because it's close to the new year, right? Or it's between the new years, between the new year of, of Elul and the new year of Tishrei. There, there's something a bit more seen by that, and that's really the experience of this whole Rosh Hashanah period, right? Of Elul Tishrei, of Elul Rosh Hashanah. The Ten Days of Atonement, Yom Kippur, and even going into Sukkot, with all these um, images of, of judgment and, and uh, a reflection and changing our lives and making big decisions about our life. There's something a bit scary about that, right? Of going to court, going to heavenly court and being judged and so on. And like all the bad stuff in our life is is out there on the table during these days we like we admit it we even if we're really brave we say sorry we say sorry to people right you turn to the person usually the person closest to you hey your partner family best friends if you're really brave then you let yourself be seen and say listen this thing that happened this year that we haven't been talking about uh I'm sorry about it. I don't want that to weigh us down anymore. Um, and to bring that to light, to be seen like that, is very scary and also very intimate, right? Think of this shepherd, whether it's like the shepherd of animals or, or this image of God as shepherd, um, looking at each one and each sheep and saying, yes, one, even, not just ten counts for me, not just that holy one, uh, but it matters which one is number one, which one is number two, which one is number three. E- each one of them matters. And we all matter. Um, and so let's take this visibility. Let's think about what that means for us. Um, and I hope to send one of these out next week too.